Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Chris Ballas was there for the game last night in San Antonio for the Wolverine.com. He is standing by on the Meyer guest line. And Chris, and watching that game start to finish, uh, what are some of your takeaways from it? Yeah, number one, it was ugly. Uh, and just like last year's UCLA game, they had a golden opportunity here where they played really well defensively and probably forced Villanova into one of its worst offensive games of the year, and they couldn't take advantage of it. Uh, and it was there for the taking. They had bunnies around the rim. They had uncontested layups that they missed. Uh, Hunter Dickinson, his first shot, his little lefty hook, was about two feet over the other side of the rim from two feet away, and that just doesn't happen. There was something wrong last night with him, and Villanova – Coach Jay Wright tried to take credit and said, well, our guys were bodying him a little bit. But no, uh, as Hunter Dickinson said, he was just off. And that was basically, it it rubbed off on the rest of the team. So uh, it's unfortunate because I I really felt the way they were playing defensively that that they could have been, literally, they could have been up by 10 points at halftime. Uh, In the second half, uh, again, so many missed opportunities when Villanova went five, six minutes without scoring or, or missed six, seven shots in a row. But just wasn't meant to be. So uh, it is what it is, and now we see what happens next year, who comes back. They're going to try to convince Musa Diabate to come back for another year. I don't think he's anywhere near ready. Oh, I agree. In fact, I- yeah, he's a project, frankly, and uh, I think Hunter Dickinson will probably leave. His age is working against him, 21 years old, but uh, they're going to have to reach for the portal to find some help and get some help from their freshmen, and we'll see what they come back with next year, Bill. I, I just saw, I think it was Ant Wright from On3.com and the Wolverine.com, one of your basketball insiders. I, I think it was a tweet or a retweet he sent out. There's almost 800 players in the college basketball transfer portal right now. Yeah, it's ridiculous, and they're looking at a few. They're looking at Texas Tech's Terrence Shannon as a guard. Um, they are not looking at Patrick Baldwin. There have been reports out there. He was a five-star recruit whose dad coached at Milwaukee last year. From what our people inside the building tell us, that's not going to happen. They think, in fact, he's going to go pro, but they're looking at other guards, too. There, there are some from some lower D1 uh, majors that, uh, that they are eyeing right now. We can't give names. They're not in the portal yet, but uh, at least one or two guards, and that kind of indicates that, hey, maybe there's going to be some movement out, too. And we haven't confirmed anything yet, but uh, there are some guys who didn't play a whole lot this year that sat and waited their turn. Uh, We'll see what happens if there are guys on the way out in the portal, too. But I think this team's going to have a much different look next year, Bill. Uh, And it'll be very interesting to see what kind of roster Juwan Howard constructs. Chris Ballas from TheWolverine.com. He's joining us from San Antonio. His presidential suite overlooking beautiful hill country in San Antonio. Are you leaving today, tomorrow? Uh, Is your flight on Sunday? When are you coming back to Michigan? Yeah, leaving tomorrow morning. Uh, Another day on the Riverwalk. It's 87 degrees and sunny here, man. I wasn't ready to give that up. 
So uh, I don't know what it's like there, but I know it's not like this. So beautiful town, man. And the times that we've been here, uh, it's been incredible. A great city to host this event. The Final Four was outstanding at the Alamo Dome a few years ago, too. So I'm hoping to come back here someday. But was really hoping to see this team play one more time on Saturday. I'll say this, man, watching that Houston-Arizona game up close, whichever team I said before the game, whichever team won that game, I would be my favorite to win the tournament, even when before Gonzaga got knocked out. That's been confirmed. These are two athletic teams, and Houston is by far the best team I've seen. If they don't have a major letdown, I really believe Kelvin Sampson's team is going to win it all. Yeah, Villanova's not getting out of San Antonio, and watching them last night, and again, when you look at their schedule this year, when they did play quality teams, Michigan had an opportunity, but I agree with you. Even if we're talking about Michigan playing Houston tomorrow, with that crowd, with Houston's maturity, uh, I don't think they were going to go in a row knocking off Tennessee, Villanova, and Houston. No way. No. No, I don't believe that either, and uh, it's just a bad matchup for them athletically. Uh, boy, they've got bigs that crash the glass. This is That's a team with one heartbeat. Uh, those guys, you can tell, they just play so well together, uh, so athletic, and really took it to Arizona, and Arizona was one of the better teams I had seen all year watching them uh, when they beat Michigan and then continued to improve. Uh, when they don't shoot well, that's a different story, but I'll say this, Houston, again, uh, when I, I've been watching them closely, and to see them up close, we were right there behind the CBS crew again, Bill. These guys play extremely well together. So much athleticism. They shoot the ball well. That team, I think, is top 10 in offensive and defensive efficiency. And those are the kinds of teams that generally get to the Final Four or have a great chance to win the whole thing. Man, last night when Houston started off with five early points, I thought this was going to be a big night for him, for Michigan. And as the game went along, I'll applaud Michigan for their defensive effort, including Johns. I don't know why Johns was shooting so much at times, but I know Michigan was trying to find somebody to get hot instead of just dumping the ball uh, down to Dickinson. I thought Dickinson's foul trouble uh, hurt the flow of the Michigan offense with players coming uh, in and out, but in the end, they lose by eight, and uh, you look inside the numbers, and they had the opportunity. That's it. Uh, season over. Nice run in the tournament, and like you said, depending on who comes back, who they grab from the transfer portal, because it's interesting now, Chris, the first thing we talk about is the transfer portal instead of recruiting classes coming in, right? Yeah, and they've got a good recruiting class come in, but if you can get upperclassmen that have experience, uh, we would look at the freshmen this year. Everybody's like, well, they've got the number one class in the country. Neither one of these guys, Caleb Houston nor Musa Diabate, the, the so-called five stars, played anywhere near to that level. And so you're looking for guys that are whose bodies are mature, who have been there. You look at Devontae Jones. He had his ups and downs this year, but generally improved by the end of the year. If you can find an instant plug-in, then you can go from not having to develop a guy and waiting a year to being an instant contender if you've got other pieces around them. So it's become a huge part of recruiting now, and they're already on it. As we just mentioned, there's another kid, a big kid. Uh, I'm going to butcher his name. Uh, he's from Utah Valley. He's a big man. I think it's Bardas something or other. Uh, you don't have to look it up, Bill. Because No, I, it actually, I you're correct. It's Bardas <laughs> something or other. That's his name. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Bardas Amak, I believe is how you pronounce it. He's 6'11 out of Vancouver, uh, averaged 19 points a game. The 
next last year. But you never know. Again, when these guys come from the smaller schools, how their game's going to translate to the to the next level. Either if you look at, for example, Jerron Simmons, uh, who they got from the MAC a few years ago, barely played at all, and then you get Devontae Jones and Mike Smith who come in from smaller schools and, and play pretty well, especially Mike Smith. So that's kind of a crapshoot too, and you've got to have an eye for talent to evaluate that. But and Jawan Howard generally does. Uh, he's he hit with Shawnee Brown and Mike Smith. Uh, I, you know, Devontae Jones again got better as the year went on. Now he had seven points in the first half, and I don't know that he scored in the second half. So, uh, but you need you need guys uh, from the portal and from recruit in recruiting. You've got Doug McDaniel coming in, a point guard who I think is going to be really good. He's smaller, but uh, has great high high basketball IQ. Really sees the floor well. Jet Howard, you hope is going to be a shooter. Terrace Reed's a kid that in a couple of years, Bill, uh, I think is going to be a really good big man for Michigan. But it's going to take some time. So uh, I wouldn't expect these guys to come in next year and to plug them in, and all of a sudden you have a Final Four contender because it's a balance. Uh, you've got to get you've got to get these guys seasoned. Uh, maybe a, a redshirt guy like Will Cheddar, uh, who is a, a four who can shoot the ball. Maybe he comes out of nowhere. Wisconsin always seems to have one of those kinds of guys, right? So you don't know what you got until you see them all together. But one thing I can say is that it's going to look a lot different than this year. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, joining us from San Antonio, wrapping up conversation and opinions on Michigan's basketball season after the loss to Villanova last night in the Sweet 16. I did have a comment from Jeffrey, who's listening in Ferndale, I assume, on the roar out of Detroit. Uh, was Bufkin hurt? Uh, they needed scoring. Why didn't Bufkin get any minutes last night? or the game before, and I guess you know Jawan Howard just wasn't comfortable with him out there, and he played well against Ohio State, made a huge shot down the stretch, uh, and I don't think he played against Indiana either, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he played very sparingly, so um, I don't know, uh, to be honest with you, um, other than they felt more comfortable with the other guys on the floor. He's not hurt, uh, and that, you know, it makes you wonder. Here's a McDonald's All-American, and you know, in the, the day and age, I'm not saying this kid's going to transfer, but in the day and age of instant gratitude, gratification and you want to be out there playing and you're not playing, you know, do you explore your possibilities? And and we're seeing it all over the country. Again, I just told you about the kid from Texas Tech. He averaged 25 minutes a game this year and scored 10.4 points for them and now he's looking at the transfer portal so he can get a bigger role than that as a junior. So uh, that's just college basketball today. So uh, we'll see how the roster shakes out. I do know that they plan, from what we've heard, they plan on sitting down with Musa Diabate and his people next week and trying to convince him that, hey, you know, you can come back here, probably play the five and start at the, your natural position and, and really develop. Uh, and there have been guys who have had one foot out the door here, Bill, like Trey Burke was all but gone as a freshman and came back after they sat down with the coaching staff. So I'm sure that's what they're going to try to do and hope for the best there. My thoughts on Bufkin is that the matchups weren't right with Indiana, Tennessee, and you look at uh, Villanova last night, the physical side of that, but still, you know, with the way Houston was struggling shooting after the quick start, just, you know, get him in there for a couple minutes, see if he can lather up or when you needed a bucket. Uh, that game was there for the taking. They didn't take advantage of it season over. Chris, great work uh, on Michigan hoops uh, during the tournament, during the season. Uh, we'll talk next week and look ahead to the Michigan spring football game. It sounds great. Thanks for having me, Bill. All right, safe travels back from San Antonio. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Meyer Guest Sign and Meyer. Proud to be longtime partners with University of Michigan Athletics.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.